Well, hello, Yvonne. Howdy doody. What are you doing? I'm sitting here hoping that the dogs can stop fucking barking because <laughs> they were loud as hell. I couldn't hear them earlier. You know, the weird thing is, though, and I've said this before, like, I guarantee you we're going to be able to hear them because <laughs> the, the way that the sound levels up. But anyways, we digress. Um, this is the beauty pitch and I am Kristen Lewis and you are Yvonne Rosales. I do the skin and she does the hairs and together we come together like two birds of a feather and we talk about all the beauty things and hopefully make the beauty world just a little less confusing. I hope that we do do that. I do. I do think we do. So today we're talking about um, as far as ingredients and products, popular versus effective. Um, So that's what we're talking about. Basically, like, you know, we have tons. The beauty world is lots of trends happen, right? Ingredients, ingredients, ingredients. Yes. Yes. And then there's all sorts of, and there's all sorts of trends with ingredients. Um, you know, like what not to avoid, what, what to avoid, um, you know, organic, non-organic, you know, there's all sorts of buzzwords, Yeah, but there's often popular ingredients. You know, people would be like, oh, this, that, and this, And what I wanted to talk about and why I think it's important is because um, I myself think that it could be not best suited for most people to follow a popular ingredient versus an effective ingredient for you. Like anything, when you're following trends, typically it's not best suited for you. It might smell good. It might sound good it might feel good and the person using it might make it look good but often it's probably what's not best for you and and two the other thing I really that I was thinking about when wanting to talk about this was um they uh oh I totally missed my my (laughs) brain part in I was all geared up. You were like on it. And I'm like, I'm, I got you. I'm listening. And then you're like, um, that I think where I was headed with this is trending ingredients. Don't always, um, agree with most skin types. I said that, let's see, I had my notes here. This is where I got. Well, I think where I was headed with this is that they're not good by themselves. Like, you know, things are great to be blended together. So that's my issue with that too. Um, Like, how do you mean, I guess? So like, you know how rose was like huge, rose oil, rose water. Isn't it still? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not. Yeah, no, it is. Rose is a very, very popular thing. And I think that like, it's, you know, it's good to be in things, but I, I don't think that that's what you should go to. You shouldn't choose something because it has, like, you shouldn't go for just rose. You should choose a product that is best suited for you. And then yay, it has rose blended in the ingredient list. You know what I mean? Got it. Got it. Um, Because those products are going to be best suited for you. And the other thing about this is that I think that, and we have talked about this before, but when you go on like the popular trendy bus, you can often end up wasting your money because these products don't end up working for you. You want them to be anti-aging. You want them to give you this glow. You want them to cure your acne or whatever, whatever. But in the end, they don't do that because it's just a, it's just a popular ingredient. And if you go for effective, then you're going to be, yes, it might be more expensive, but it's going to be doing what you need it to be. So, so what is effective? What's effective to you? What do you think I mean by effective? 
Well, I think like if it does something, obviously, you know, like if right, like, like <laughs> duh, right, right. <laughs> so like, higher ingredients, um, percentage of ingredients. Uh, uh, to me, it would be clean ingredients. Um, you know, well-backed scientific ingredients, that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, active ingredients, I guess, is what where I'm headed with that. Okay. Um, but not 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 always. I hate to say just active, but effective would be you know products that um, you know really work. It, it's hard to put this into words because often it goes into active and, and often when people are thinking active ingredients, they're thinking just um, exfoliants, your BHAs, your betas, your retinols, yeah. but that doesn't necessarily mean just, those aren't just effective. Moisturizers can be effective by the way that they're put together properly. Right. Right. With the scientific research and so on and so forth. And to me, most of those products that, that to me, I think are effective are within the medical grade line or like the uh, cosmeceutical lines, all the lines that you can have um, through an esthetician or a doctor. And right. so I think that it, in the end, behooves people, if you're really looking for some change. I know that that sparkly, glittery thing, that popular buzzword, those great ingredients that you see being slathered all over people's faces seem amazing. But do your research and, um, you know, seek out an esthetician and they can help you find stuff that really will help make a change. And look, if you like that and it doesn't hurt your skin, I'm, I'm not discounting it. I just want people to understand the difference. That's all. So I'm not knocking it. I'm just trying to explain where the line is drawn in the sand for both of those. Is that popular ingredients don't necessarily mean that they're going to be effective, that they're going to make big changes. They just somehow made it up on the popular stand. Okay. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what would you, cause I feel like, um, I feel like for skincare, there's more trendy ingredients yes, than in hair For care. sure. Well, because, because I think that uh, somehow in our industry, our clients have gotten um, uh, the ingredients everybody is starting to know the names of the ingredients. And so because of that, then that's where the ingredients become trendy or not trendy because it, it's just, that's the buzzword for people is ingredients. Whereas in, in hair care and stuff like that, I don't feel like they're like, oh, this, though I do have to say, and we've talked about this before, I feel like you guys had a big trend of the whole oil, the Moroccan oil, the, the argon oil, the, um, whatever, whatever. I mean, Any we had, oil. we had a trend with oils too, for sure. And we still are in the trend, um, you know, and, and hence where the whole, uh, coconut, the hatred to coconut oil for estheticians came from was mm -hmm. because it seemed like everybody and their mother and their brother was slathering coconut oil across their face. And well, see, everybody and their mother and their brother is slathering coconut oil in their hair too. So don't feel bad. Yeah. Well, well, in some ways I would feel like it could be less harmful for your hair than it is your face. But I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you, but it's also like it's but it's still not the best right it's, it's not, still not the best of what you could right? get a better hydration doing maybe coconut oil is not the thing that you need that your hair needs maybe it's a combination of oils maybe oh look see and that's exactly what I was trying to explain right there <laughs> you're like see, yeah, that, that. <laughs> that yes that is effective versus popular 
See? Yeah. So coconut oil was popular, right? But it is more effective to use something that a company has put tons of research into Mm -hmm. and has finely tuned it to be most effective for your hair. And that that right there. As an <laughs> You're like bam. Like as an example, um, and I'm yes, trying to look give it us up an right example. Now. Um, there is this product that came out from Biolage, not Balayage. Um, okay, a while one's back. a technique and one's a brand. Yeah, one's a technique and one's a brand. <laughs> exactly. So this is um, uh. It is called, it's from Ball. Now I want to say Balayage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Biolage. It's you called. You got it, girl. Yeah, and I should know this because, hello, I work for the frickety fricker company. Um, it is a, it's called Three Butter Control System, and it's a shampoo conditioner. Uh, it's a whole line of, of, products of shampoo conditioner a day cream um uh, a day cream and a night cream and it was formulated for it was formulated for curly textured unruly hair so um the the thing that it has it has three different oils in it one is shea butter or i'm not saying oils i'm i'm saying this wrong i'm sorry butters three butters which i didn't really understand the whole butters thing until i um took when i was as an educator i have to learn about all these new products as they come out right? yeah so um this was a new product that was coming out and so it has three butters and i wanted to look it up Shea butter, Mira Mira butter, and Kupasu. Kupasu butter. So <laughs> we all know Shea. Yeah, Shea. We got yeah. Shea. And then Mira Mira, I saw it in something else the other day. And I was like, hey, I know that. Um, so anyways, what Biolage did, and Biolage as a part of a brand for Matrix is more of the, it's a higher end line and they use a lot of botanicals they use a lot of very earthy types of things and so um it's it's also a bit more expensive so anyways biolage was looking into creating this um line for unruly highly tech and it doesn't even have to be curly hair it's just more for unruly texture and usually unruly hair can be highly textured. So usually curly hair, wavy hair, something in that realm of texture where there's a lot of texture. Usually you don't ever see straight hair being unruly, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> there's that. So what they did was they did, like you said, the research And they started seeing what a lot of like African-American hair products were putting in their lines. And a lot of them use butters. Butters. Shea butter. Obviously, we know shea. So they would put shea. They would put maybe Mira Mira. They would maybe put Kupasu and some other other butters that I don't know about. And so, um but what they found in their research is that one or two of the, like one butter is great. Two of these butters are better. And the three, these three particular butters um, that are combined together in whatever kind of formulation they do works the best to tame unruly hair and give your hair nourishment and moisture to help fight the frizz and devolumize because usually unruly hair is like super big and kind of puffy yeah. and so it helps to calm everything down. So um, 
they found that the combination of these three butters is what really works the best in their, oh, I don't know, research. They researched uh, these. They did all these different things. So it wasn't just shea because they were finding like, oh, shea butter works great. But if it's just shea, it doesn't do these other things. If it, right. Or if it's just shea, and I'm just making this up, you know, I don't know exactly because I didn't do the research, but if it's just shea, maybe it's too heavy because that's the thing with this line is that it's not very, it, it doesn't feel heavy or coated on your hair. You know what I mean? But, right. and so that's the thing that um, a lot of curly haired people that I do um, that have, they feel like they have unruly hair is they feel like, oh, cool. This really tames everything down and makes it so I can manage my hair and so you know it has a very popular shea but in combination with two other butters that really nobody ever really has heard of then that's a perfect example and so I, glad. I hadn't planned Did I have on, you there <laughs> I hadn't planned on using it but like as you're talking because I just don't think like you know hair products have like buzzword ingredients like retinol <laughs> you know has retinol like oh has retinol great I'll they use it, do, it to a certain degree I think you I know. mean it's just not as exciting as skincare you know like like, you know, I do hear some things like coconut oil is a big one, but it's in combination with something else. Um, you know, like the Moroccan oil is really like argan oil mm-hmm. and they added some other shit to it. The Moroccan brand, because um, Moroccan oil is a brand. It's not an oil like that's Correct. their brand name. So they use argan oil and they add... Um, gold mica to well I don't know if they do this anymore so I shouldn't say that but back in the day when it first came out they used they used gold mica that's why you get that those beautiful gold flecks within the oil um and I'm not again not super familiar with their their brand I don't use any of their products um but the oil is very heavy it's not good for all hair types um and I noticed on, I noticed a lot of blondes that were using it. They were like, my hair is turning like this weird gold kind of brassy-ish kind of color. And I'm like, yeah, because you keep using this Moroccan oil and the gold, um, the gold mica that's in there builds up on the hair and it's turning your hair like more golden than you, you know, if you're not a golden blonde, then that's not a very good end result for you after a while. And then if you are a golden blonde, then you're going to be more golden than ever. And you're going to be like, Oh, what's happening here. (laughs) So, um, and it's not that it's just how they processed their product, you know, um, brunettes, it's, it's beautiful on, you know, you get this beautiful shine and the golden shimmer. It's beautiful. Um, but I, but I also found that it was super heavy but then other lines started making oils, argan oil, Biolage has some oils. Like everybody has a freaking oil now, you know. So you just have to know which one is going to be the best. Not all oils are created equally. No, and that's the same thing in our world too, which is why, again, they tend to blend oils in our industry as well mm-hmm. too, to create a perfect um um product for people's skin for different reasons you know yes yes exactly so again that's why going for buzzwords and stuff like that isn't always beneficial I know it's fun but it it isn't what is always beneficial so I thought something was interesting so I did um a little research and I tried to be um like a regular person and if I was trying to find like you know 
if I was like, oh, I want to, I want to buy something that's buzzworthy or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I came up with, I think I, if you searched uh, top buzzworthy skincare ingredients, this is what it came up with. Chia seed oil. Uh, I can Chia seed that. oil? Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't even read my handwriting. I think it's jasmonic acid and fulvic acid. Jasmonic so, acid. I swear yeah. to God, I've never heard of these things. And fulvic acid. So the reason fulvic I share this. Ful- fulvic. It almost sounds like vulva. Um, oh. Fulvic acids. F-U- no, no. F as in Frank. U-L-V-I-C. Fulvic. Okay, I acid. swear to God, I've never heard of these things. Right. This, this is kind of my point. So you go and you try to research, you try, you try to do this the right way, right? You want to know, you do buzzworthy. That's why it's not good to search buzzworthy because you end up with a chia seed jasmonic. (laughs) (laughs) Chia seed. I mean, the thing is, is that if I'm looking for like, uh, you put that shit in your smoothie, like chia seed, like, you right, know, right. Like, right. I don't know, okay. I don't know so, about the other two. I don't know what the hell those are about. So I have no idea. Now, if you were to search, so I put in some other stuff, but you know how, like when you're in Google and then like, you'll search one thing, but then it does other suggestive searches. And one of them literally said ingredients that actually work. So then it comes up with vitamin C, retinol, hyaluronic acid bingo mm-hmm. bango orangutango a hundred percent would totally agree and see how confusing that would be for somebody they're looking at buzzworthy they're in a totally different you know they're in vulvic acid lane but if they were <laughs> to look up ingredients that actually work then they would end up with the good meat and potato stuff do so, people look up buzz like what I don't know exactly, but I was just trying to be the client and and try to see because I know that things get so confusing. And I do know that people go on hunts and searches for this kind of stuff. So I just figured if I brought it out and said it this way, maybe they'd understand how how different the spectrum looks just by changing the wording, Mm -hmm. like effective ingredients versus buzzworthy or or popular ingredients see what I mean and then um and then I actually found a pretty good article that like broke down into active pharmaceutical ingredients uh antioxidants these were the groupings of things that they thought were important skin restorers including retinol skin fortifiers including hyaluronic um, they broke down AHA, BHAs in their own and then sunscreen. So I thought that that was good because I, that my, my search on that one was uh, top active ingredients. So this article broke down in different um, groups. And so I thought that was good. And then I just have to uh, point this out. So as I was in one of my searches. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I put it number one. I don't even know what I put in. But then one of the suggested searches was number one skincare line. Mm. And I, oh, I no. pressed on. No, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I pressed on it. <laughs> Rodan and Fields came up. Oh, and yeah. I, okay. So, but this is why I'm bringing this up. It is because it's all about the wording, guys. This is why you guys get so confused by all this. It's because they're they're doing this on purpose. So it says number one skincare, and it also is listed under number one skincare in America. But do you know what it says? <laughs> says if you really read it, it says in terms of total sales. Yeah, oh sales. It's all based on not, sales. Not not popular or not um not like most effective not like best researched and 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 that is what you should be looking for not number one top sales 
because the way that their company is set up, it's massive and they have tons of people underneath it. It's, it's not even fair to compare that to like what our companies are, I don't think. Anyways, the only reason I brought that up is because, again, it's a bait and switch of wording. Maybe not bait and switch, but the wording I know. I think that it's all it's, about these way they word things. Yeah, so, I think it's, you know, it's, it is. Well, yeah, it's based on sales, but like every time I hear that, I know it's based on sales because anytime. Well, I just figured they were lying. (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't because it's like, I guess because. um, Well, like based on what, though? That's what I always based on sales. Right. I always knew it was based on. I always knew. Yeah. I always knew it was based on sales because whenever I guess. I guess I have a little bit of a, what do you call it? Uh, advantage of knowing, maybe knowing this because working for, working for a hair color company, we're always, it's all about numbers. It's all about sales. It, it, it's, and yes, you want the product, they want the product to, at least for the company I work for, they want the company, they want the products to be effective and do the job, but they're not going to be able to sell anything if the numbers are not there. They could have the best product in the world, but if they're not making any sales from it, they're going to discontinue that thing in a hot, in a hot second because that's because money, because that's what, you know, you can't make more products if you're not making money off of it. So, and especially in like, you know, bigger companies and so on and so forth. And, I work for a bigger company that's owned by a big company called L'Oreal. So, you know, that it L'Oreal's looking at numbers, their shareholders, so on and so forth, you know. So mm. whenever you see something like like ice, there's a product, uh, a bleach product on on the market. And that's, you know, obviously people aren't going to be going being able to buy this unless they go on Amazon and buy it. And good luck to you if you do. Mm. But you go to like for professional on the professional end I go and buy a bleach well there's a number one selling bleach and it's um I I don't remember the name of it but you go buy this bleach it's the number one selling bleach doesn't mean it's the best one on the market it just that maybe it's been there longer it has more brand recognition for hairstylists um you know, there could be something that's even better that's out on the market, but it, it doesn't have enough brand recognition or it's owned by a, a smaller company. So anytime you see number one, it's usually in sales unless you're seeing it like in a magazine that it's like voted by like readers, you know, <laughs> like like they right. voted this product the best because they use it, you know, or whatever. And they're like, yeah, this is the best product or whatever. So yeah, if you Google something like number one skincare brand, it's all, we live in fucking America. Everything's based on sales. Yep. So just, I love, just know that. Yeah, no, I mean, I love where this is going because uh, one of my biggest complaints of the beauty world as a professional is how these companies get away with wording and confusing the crap out of people. And, and that, that is one thing right there. Yeah. People have to do their, people have to do their due diligence. They have to get from sources that they trust. They have to um, research all these different there's so many different things right and just you know I just think it's important to know like if, if you hear those buzzwords if you see them just know that it's it's not always just black and white it's not it's not always what it seems yeah yeah exactly and you know these come you know company it these are for-profit companies all of them even the ones we use so you know of course there's going to be marketing involved so just understand that (laughs) 
but they're more transparent with our lines versus other lines like OTC lines and stuff like that. Yeah. They're very notorious for using certain words and wording to make it seem like they are just as good as uh, like our professional lines when we know damn well they're not. Right. But people often think, well, they can't lie. So, well, they can't lie, but they're good at their wording. And yeah, they're not, they're not lying. They're, um, they're just, they're not necessarily making things up either. They're, um, you know, right. they're, they're, they're spinning it to the best. Yes. To Tune. The be- yeah. Yeah. That's exactly but- it the best tune that they possibly can mm-hmm. um we talked about this when we had uh louisa on where we were talking about like the benefit of having a professional line and one thing that we talked about is retinol retinol is notoriously like through all sorts of different lines right and the one yeah. confusing thing is is why is this bottle 15 dollars when you come to me and pay 150 for a bottle of retinol mm-hmm. when they say that this is just as good as something you would find with a doctor mm-hmm. i mean that's confusing right why wouldn't you believe it i mean i think i i'm i'm super biased because i'm in the industry so i can't think like a customer it's right. very it's hard it's very hard like when you say you think like a customer I'm like oh I don't I don't know how to do that like 25 years in the industry has I guess jaded me transformed me I just know oh, no, too much sure. you yeah. know what I mean I just know too much oh, yeah. so that's why it's hard for me to say I don't know why want somebody would think that that would be okay like I don't I don't know well, because, because I'm not a person that I already know the difference you know well but I do I I know why it's because they've they've never been told otherwise and they are being told from this there's a line of trust you know they've never been taught to know otherwise so they think they hear what they're being told and they believe it and why why wouldn't you if you didn't know otherwise because you don't well, know. And I also you think too. I also think professionals get a bad rap. Like, oh, they just want to. They just want to sell, sell products. products, right? And that's absolutely not the truth. If you if you find oh, there someone... are some people that do want to sell products. So I don't. Well, wanna... no, of course. Well, but I was just about to say, if you find someone who's good at what they do, they're not selling products to sell products. They're selling you products that they know will not only help you and benefit you, but enhance their their treatments that they're doing on you because it's like art for us, you know? We're we're creating your you're the beautiful palette and we've mm-hmm. created this beautiful, you know, results and such and we want to see them last and and continue for our clients. So that's why we suggest products is to continue the um, results in which you've achieved. Not so that we can, you know, make money. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That's, and that's the same thing with hair, for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I get a lot of, I, I'm so, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm so maybe over it, like, in the sense of, and this is maybe yeah, just me. Mean? You're like, what do you mean? Say it. Um, like, say what I guess. You mean to say. Yeah, I feel like because you know I've been in the industry a long time. People ask me like, oh, what do you, you know, what do you think about this over the over the counter product? And I'm like, I think that if you like it, and it's not, and I I feel like it's not harming your hair, then right. you should keep on with that. You know, because I'm tired right. of trying to explain to people. Like, oh, the this difference. is why this one is good, or da 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 da. Right. Or, and, you know, oh, well, mine's only $8. Okay. Well, then obviously that's what you want to spend on it, you know? And, but like, if you have colored hair, whatever, I'm going to tell you, like, you know what? You can use, you go ahead, you do you, boo. But when your color's fading, when this or that's happening, then understand that 
that product that you're using is not beneficial because you need these other things that this is not providing for you. And you're not going to find the best results at Walgreens or, you know, where, or or Costco or wherever, you know, so Mm -hmm. you're gonna, this is what it takes to maintain this, you know, $250 balayage that you just got. You're going to need biolage to maintain your balayage. Ha 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 ha. Say that 10 times fast. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could, it's probably, I mean, biolage is great, but you know, like there's other, there's other, other other lines out there. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, okay. Did you want to just flush that 250 down the toilet? Because you're going to go use Aussie because it smells amazing. Right. Okay. Well then I can't stop you, you know? (laughs) Right. But I think that's also what makes you a good stylist is that you explain, you're not just saying, use this, you know, uh, zip it up and don't ask any questions. Take this product (laughs) and I'm selling it to you now. You know what I mean? Like deuces. And I, yeah. Right. I say, I do the same thing. I, I lay it out for people and, and let them be the one to make the decision and not feel uh, pressure one way or the other, you know? And I say the same thing to my clients too. If it's not hurting you yeah, and you lo- like the results that you're seeing, then so be it. Yeah. But often when I ask them, well, how do you like the results that you're you're being getting. given do you think that you're getting good results and often the answer is no and or they don't really see it's not that they're unhappy with it but you know they feel like they could use more or whatever do something better but, have something mm-hmm. better yeah like yeah. I like I had a conversation with my client the other day he's the guy he doesn't he just gets a haircut he doesn't get any color no balayage no balayage for him and he doesn't he doesn't even use product in his hair quite frankly so it's like super low maintenance right and he asked me he's like so what are the best shampoos oh my dear god that is a question that I just do not want to answer like I, I don't I don't know the best shampoo for what like the best right. shampoo for you know like anyone? what you sh- yeah anyone? are you yeah are you using are you because that 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 just is so general and vague to me I'm like I don't know like and I was like well what issues are you having like what are you using now and he's like well I'm using the and I say Aussie be, I used Aussie before in my Thing because that was the first thing that came to mind based on this conversation but he's like well right. I'm using the Aussie brand and and the one in the purple and I was like yep yep I know it and he's like so do you think that's good and I was like uh, do you I I was just like oh, I, I hate this question and I was like because I don't think it's good but it's good for him because he's not doing anything. You know what I mean? Right. It's perfect for him. Like yes. unless you're having any adverse effects, right. you don't color your hair. You don't even put like styling products in your hair. So you don't even have to like worry about product buildup. Like your hair feels great. It doesn't feel coated. It doesn't feel, you know, obviously like I would know that. Um, you don't have any scalp issues. So yeah, I think you're fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Unless you're trying to look for a cleaner product, then yeah, keep on keeping on, yo. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do know what you mean. So, and he but was just yeah. like, he was just like, well, you know, if there's just something better out there. And I was like, if you are dissatisfied with what you are currently using or it's causing you issue or you feel it's not doing its job, then yes, I will happily make a a professional product recommendation. I don't know. I'm not very familiar with what, I mean, I know what's out there, but I don't use them. So I don't know their efficacy. Um, I only use professional products. So with that said, like if you need, uh, if you feel like this isn't working for you, I will gladly give you a professional product recommendation that is going to cost 
you probably a bit more than what you're paying for Aussie. So, you know, if you want that recommendation, great. If not, then I think you're fine. I mean, I think that's pretty fair. Right? Exactly. So, yeah, I think like, you know, this whole ingredient thing, I don't really get like a lot of questions on ingredients in hair products per se. I get it, I get the question on hair color, ingredients and hair color. It's funny to me that a lot of um, oh, interesting clients will be like, oh, I need a color that doesn't have any ammonia. And I'm like, well, okay, tell me why. <laughs> like, tell me why. Tell me why right. you need a hair color that doesn't have any ammonia. Oh, because ammonia is bad for you. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know that to be true or untrue, whatever, <laughs> but you know, you read that somewhere or somebody said that somewhere or whatever, and, and you, and whatever they said you believed and that's okay. Um, I've been using ammonia for 25 years and my hair color product, and there's a reason for ammonia. So if you're telling me you don't want a product with ammonia in it, um, then what are we trying like I can't there are some things that I'm not going to be able to achieve because it's just not possible like chem I can't I'm not a magician chemistry I don't make the rules about chemistry like that chemist that that's just how chemistry works you know um I just learn the rules of chemistry I don't try to make the rules of chemistry (laughs) so I know that I need this I need some sort of ammonia or ammonia derivative in order to do certain things in hair color. And if you want those certain things, then sometimes I have to use an ammoniated color or a color with um, a derivative of ammonia in it. Now, if you tell me you're allergic to ammonia, right? okay, then let's do a patch test and see where we're at with that. But you're probably not allergic to ammonia. You're probably allergic to the PPD that's in the color. That is, that's what gives it the, the actual, the PPD is like the chemical that gives it the, um, it's in the tint. It's in the tint of the color. So some, some color lines have more or less and some don't have any at all. So let's do a patch test and see where you're at with that, you know. Um, but don't knock ammonia because you read it somewhere. So this went full circle. So then this happened to be a unpopular ingredient. Oh, you know I guess what I mean? so, yeah. So now this person was told that this isn't good for her. And so now she thinks that she shouldn't have that. Mm-hmm. And exactly. and so I like how this went full circle because I get that too. And I think that certain things are like the whole, um, and we have a podcast coming up about this too, is uh, organics in our world. Um, you know, organic started to become a huge buzzword and mm-hmm. it really threw people for a loop because they were confused. They didn't understand, well, if you have organic then all the other stuff is is no good and that's just not the the truth and then you you have to really break it down why exactly are you trying to avoid these ingredient lists and basically um you know products that have been safely crafted by scientists you know and engineered to be safe and effective Mm-hmm. versus you know organic like so I like how you treated that with the client why is it that you're trying to avoid it you know yeah. if it's for allergies okay then we look at it differently yeah then we then but, I approach that differently like I'm allergic yeah oh and so, okay and well, great I'll ask then ask them that too what what makes you look into well those are dirty ingredients mm-hmm. well not necessarily like I said they're crafted to make be safe for you and in mm-hmm. some ways they're safer than the others mm-hmm. you know 
Yeah. I mean, and some, and some people are just like, no, I'm not going to use that because they are dirty ingredients. Like I have a lot right. of clients that, um, parabens, you know, there's parabens in this, this product. Parabens is a huge thing in my industry. People she, are very against parabens. Yeah, parabens. Su- super and, huge in my industry. And and there is, look, I'm not a fucking scientist, man. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that I've read some things that talk about parabens not being safe. And I've read some right. things that talk about parabens about in different doses and different this and that that right. it's it's not any big deal like you'll be fine whatever so right. i it, have it, uh, varying uh exposures to that too yes exactly exactly so so you know when people say they don't use parabens they're not going to use a product with any parabens i'm like okay cool like i have some products from again back to biolage <laughs> um they make a product line that is actually very very quote unquote clean it's called the yeah. raw it's um the raw line it's a, a styling products hair hair sh- like shampoo conditioner styling products and they are very great they're very effective um they're very clean and um Great. I have a product for you that doesn't have any of those things and I'll use those to style your hair. That's awesome. Um, Sulfates is a big like um, no, no. And I'm like, okay, there's some like, oh, I need a sulfate free shampoo um, for your color. I'm like, okay, most, most, not all, most color shampoos these days are, are, no sulfates right um but there are some that do contain sulfates that are still just as fine for your hair so you know it's just what do you what 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 is it what's your where's your price point what do you want sulfates are bad uh they're not necessarily they might strip your color in these doses in these um various types of products that mostly are over the counter. So if you're using a professional line, probably that's, even if it does have sulfates, you're probably going to be okay. Cause for years upon years, upon years, upon years, we only had shampoos with sulfates and right. people were being fine with their color. And unless you're a redhead, your hair's going to, your, you know, your redhead, your hair is going to fade because that's just the, that's just how redheads work regardless if you could use the best shampoo in the whole wide world whatever that is and you're still your hair color is still gonna fade so sulfates or no sulfates parabens no parabens your hair color is still gonna fade because that's just the nature of redheads and and you know uh redheads that are created in the in the hair salon so you know that's a big thing sulfates parabens um you know, people are always asking me and I'm like, all right, I got something for you. Like, I'm not going to get into the specifics of it's good or bad or whatever. Right. But it, I have something for you if that's what you are concerned about. Right. I Do like you, how you, what? you get parabens a lot as a no, you know, no. I, um, I feel like because so all the products that I have they're all um all free paraben free uh, mm-hmm. um and I feel like it was a huge thing to ask about that but now in our um like the cosmeceutical I I think that it would be hard to find a line that still has parabens in it. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I, I do think that it's not something you find often in our lines. And so I don't think people talk, they don't, I don't get that question very often, but, um, but my lines are free of it, but I have heard, you know, varying talks of it. Um, but yeah, it's free. So I just, cool you know, but, um, uh, sodium lauryl sulfate. Oh yeah. That's one. another one. 
and uh, our line is completely free of that. Um, most, I think, cosmetical lines are free of that, and that agent can be very stripping. It's mm-hmm. um, can be very drying on the skin. So, and it's the sedzing agent. Yep, that's exactly and it. I know that in hair care line, it's still there. I um, I could be wrong, but I think in it's some mostly... shampoos, in some shampoos, it is right, right. Um, uh, and, and those are going to be your. Yours? Yeah, it, it's it's same difference. It's stripping, stripping, Dry. drying. Right. Um. So. It's a salt that forms, so sulfates is a salt that forms when sulfuric acid reacts with another chemical. It's a broader term for synthetic sulfate-based chemicals. You may be concerned about such as sodium lauryl sulfate, which is what Kristen said, and sodium laureth sulfate. These compounds are produced from petroleum and plant sources such as coconut and palm oil. You'll mostly find them in cleaning and personal care products. So a lot of the lower priced lines will have these things because Because it's it's cheap, cheap. Coconut and palm oil is so cheap. Like it's, it's super, super cheap. I don't know if you watched Grace and Frankie. Did you ever watch that? Ah. I, a little bit yeah so you're gonna talk about the lube <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that was a funny yeah episode. I knew yeah so you did watch that show so um they made a lube well I guess Frankie made the lube I don't know what Grace did I don't remember but she made this lube and apparently it was freaking amazing and she took it to Grace's daughter because Grace has a beauty line that's what it was she was a beauty beauty person or whatever she had skincare makeup all that shit so um grace's daughter wanted to manufacture it and sell it as part of their right part of their product line of products and they replaced or added i don't remember which palm oil into the lube and frankie had a fucking hissy fit over it and like did all this craziness because palm like I guess the deal with palm oil is like it's not necessarily good for you but it's also like the way they get it and harvest it is like super bad as well like people die and shit like I don't really know the whole ins and outs of it but she was like super against it and um and so she ended up backing out of like being putting her name on this because they just said like palm oil, we have to use it. Like there's palm oil in basically everything because it is so cheap and right. we can't use this other thing and manufacture it and make it at a price point where people would be able to buy this thing, you know? So, um, the, yeah. and another point, these words that should be buzzwords knowing that this is in all the products and that you should probably avoid those aren't talked about it's just crazy how the beauty industry is sometimes yeah yeah so like sulfates derived from petroleum are often controversial due to their origin um petroleum is not liked in my world yeah yeah for sure the biggest concern is the long-term side effects of sulfate production petroleum products are associated with climate change pollution and greenhouse gases sulfates can also be found in some plant products so um oh so here we go palm oil is controversial due to the destruction of tropical rainforest for palm tree plantation um products with sulfates that get washed down the drain may also be toxic to aquatic animals many people and manufacturers opt for more environmental are in more environmentally friendly alternatives so i think things are coming around in that sense but there's still a ton of ton of products made with all these petroleum based kind of things um i so, love that things are becoming more conscientious of, yes um, yes the environment um i know that in my world specifically the um the scrubs that we were using 
we're not biodegradable. So um, wow. my, yeah, so my skincare line, Rhonda Allison, went through um, a whole formulation change. And this is the one thing that I really like about um, Rhonda Allison is that they tend to always be on the forefront. So before like this even hit buzzwords or people knowing about all this stuff, Rhonda had already started reformulating all the scrubs. And so um, the beads weren't breaking down in the water source, I think is what was happening. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, for all scrubs though. And so anyway, so she reformulated it and uh, to be better for the environment. And that makes me happy. So yeah, beautiful and take care of the earth. Exactly. And a lot of this is goes to like, environmental um, kind of concerns, like I was talking about testing on animals. Um, oh, for sure. That that is something I feel like we are going further and further away from Thanks testing on animals. Yeah. And people are really looking into that. Like, are you testing on animals? Um, yeah, it says sulfates can irritate eyes, skin and lungs, especially with long term use. Um, sulfates may also be contaminated with a substance called Jesus 1,4-dioxane, which is known to cause cancer in laboratory animals. This contamination occurs during the manufacturing process. So, and then like, te- again, I said testing on animals. So like, basically it like, from what I've kind of like researched, the sulf- are sulfate safe? There is no direct evidence linking SLS and SLES to cancer, infertility, or development issues. These chemicals may slowly build up in your body over long-term use, but the amounts are small. The highest risk of using products with sulfates is irritation to your eyes, skin, mouth, and lungs. For people with sensitive skin, sulfates may also clog pores and cause acne. Many products have lower concentrations in their formulation, but the longer the products stay in contact with your skin or eyes, the higher the risk of irritation. Rinsing off the product immediately after use reduces the risk of irritation. Um, so, you know, basically, like, should you go sulfate-free? Going sulfate-free depends on your concerns. If you're worried about skin irritation and know that sulfate products are the cause, you can obviously look for other products that aren't sulfate, that don't contain sulfates. Um And then, you know, it it goes into like different things like to look for. Sulfates have developed a bad reputation over the years due to their production process and the myth that they're carcinogens. The largest side effect sulfates may have is the irritation they cause to eye, skin, or scalp. Try going sulfate-free for a week to see if it makes a difference for you. This can help eliminate sulfate as cause for your irritation. At the end of the day, sulfates aren't vital to your personal care or cleaning products. If it's convenient for you, try going for sulfate-free products. So there you go. There you go. Well, you should quote that article. Who did you get that from? Uh, I got it from Healthline. Beautiful. Thank you, Healthline, for that information. We appreciate you. So, and, and, you know, there are some products that I use still that have sulfates in them. Um, but again, like, you know, it's more, where's your price point? And what are the other ingredients in this thing? It's not just sulfates, you know, there's all kinds of other things that they formulate into the product as chemists do, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, and if you're getting a sulfate, there's tons of sulfate-free products that are awesome too. And you can, you know, you're just not going to get, I think a lot of it too, is like people are just used to the suds. They're used to the suds. They need the suds. And so, okay, great. You don't have as much suds, but you get a very effective product. So you got to just like, you know, know about what you are, know about what you are using, you know, do a little bit of research um why you're choosing to do yeah so on exactly and so don't just go for the trendy words or don't go for the trendy words exactly what, whatever they may be continue exactly. to do your research ask questions 
to a professional. Um, I like that. I like where this went. I'm very happy. It went by a lot faster than I thought it was going to because I was like, I don't know. What have... are we going to talk about? What's that? I said, what are you thinking? How are we going to talk an hour about this? Yeah, I, I, really, knew that... I really was. I knew. I knew it would go into something good. It always does. It always like starts off in one and then just opens up into like more and more of a deeper conversation. Know, deeper yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just because I just feel like you have a lot of as far as like skincare, a lot of, you know, buzzworthy ingredients, you know, right. I, I feel like I don't as much, not as much, but, but all the subjects we touched on definitely affect both of our lines for sure, or mm-hmm. our profession, our profession. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, people I'm are, I, I think the bottom line is people are definitely more concerned with ingredients than they have ever been in the past. And I think it's a great thing, but understand what you're being concerned with and don't be um, pushed into something because someone's told you and and misguiding you. Like, I think it's great that everyone is so aware, but I also think that because we're so aware, you're also relying on other people's information. Just know that. And so you can still be swayed into a category that could be misleading. So just you know do your due diligence like you said Yvonne you know yeah yeah because like you know like all these DIY like I just see it more with I see a little bit with hair but like slathering coconut all over your coconut oil all over your body and you're like it's amazing and it's like well yeah it might feel good but it's probably not doing a good look of anything to you or clogging your pores or something because because it might feel amazing for a hot second but you're going to be back to square one in a hot second too so you know there could there could be something more effective and look at there we went full circle on that note we're gonna call it a night so successful All right. Well, my friends, you have a great evening. Thank you for everyone for listening. And I hope we did um, did you justice by clarifying some things for you. I hope so. Hope everyone has a great night or a great day or whatever you're having. Bye-bye. Deuces.